When you picture the independent agent of the future, what do you envision? Is it a daily grind drowning in service requests and non-revenue generating activities? Or do you dream of a day when you're free to do all the things that you love about insurance, building and implementing effective marketing strategies and onboarding new clients while taking your agency to revenue heights you never thought possible? Well, my friends, the future is now. With the premier independent agent self-servicing platform, Glovepox, you can finally get back to what got you into insurance in the first place, the freedom. Let Glovebox, let the Glovebox platform deliver an amazing customer experience to your policyholders with direct-to-carrier connections. This is not connecting to your management system or anything like that, guys. This is direct connection with the carriers. With Glovebox, you can finally take back what you love about being an insurance agent and watch your revenue skyrocket. Schedule your demo with Glovebox today. Make sure you mention the Insurance Guys podcast for 20% off of your monthly subscription for life. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Athens, Alabama. Parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Justin Miller. How are you, Justin? I'm doing good now, man. I know how Bradley Flowers feels all the time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to each and every one of you 250,000 insurance agents from around the world, our operations and agency manager, Mr. Justin Miller. Justin, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It means a lot to me that you would join. And we've already had your beautiful wife, Jess, on the podcast. Justin, it is not my fault that Bradley flowers got pregnant. Let's just, let's just go ahead and throw that out there. And I had to hear that. Some, sometimes y'all's relationship would make somebody wonder. So I'm I, glad it is not my fault that Bradley got pregnant. Now mm-hmm. folks, let's just talk a little bit today. So we got a lot of things to talk about today. First and foremost, I'd like to say this, you know, there's a lot of times that Bradley tells me what I can and can't say on this podcast. He tells me who I can have on the podcast. He edits a lot of crazy shit that I say out of the podcast. But guess what, guys? Bradley's not here. Bradley, Brad, it's like the teacher, you know, you got that tough teacher that keeps you in line. Well, she's out. There's substitute teacher here, guys. Substitute teacher. And I am not going to just roll the TV into the classroom and make you watch. Uh, what's one of those movies they make you watch when you were in school when the substitute teacher was there? What was, what was one of those movies they made? I know we had to watch where the red fern grows and when they were feeling really, really generous, they let us watch Pee Wee's big adventure. Oh, wow. Well, let me tell you this. We ain't watching where the red fern grows. We got a lot to talk about today. First thing I want to tells me right there though, sorry to interrupt you there, but that tells me right there why I've never been on this podcast. Uh It's Bradley flowers has Mm -hmm. been holding me back. Tells me 300 miles away, he is shutting me down. Tells me who I can have on, tells me what I can say. It's like living in damn Russia over here, is what it's like. Well, that's okay. That's okay, though, because right now he is probably wiping gooey green poop off the back end of a brand new human being. 
he, he's getting what he deserves right now while we're making one heck of a podcast. Absolutely. Guys, before we get started today, I just want to say I love each and every one of you. There's a couple things I want to start this podcast off with today. Now, Justin, as you know, I live in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Rabbits have to backpack in to get to my house. Mm-hmm. I live in a place where nobody in Alabama even knows where it's at. If I walked out here on the street and I said, how many people here know where Union Hill, Alabama is? Everybody would just look at each other and go, I've been to your house. I can tell you, you can't get there from here. No, no, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. And I live with crackheads and tweakers and heroin addicts. Yeah, but she's a good wife too. You don't talk about it. Well, they surround me. I'm surrounded by crackheads, crystal meth, tweakers and heroin addicts and my neighbor across the the street from me is crackhead christy now crackhead christy's been in jail multiple 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 times and i was sitting here i guess it was about three two months ago i was sitting at this desk and my phone rings and it's my wife and what she had done is we had signs that crackhead Christie was coming over on our property and sleeping and resting and eating and basically living under one of our pole barns. And my wife calls me and she says, all right, I've caught Christy on the game camera. We have game cameras to look at our wildlife and our deers. And she said, I've caught Christy on the game camera and I'm giving you two choices. Either option A, you come home right now and go up to her trailer across the street from us and tell her not to come back on our property again. Or option two, I'm going up there and whipping her ass. And I said, well, you can't go up there and whip her ass. That's not right. fly. And so I had to go tell Christy, Crackhead Christy, not to come back on her property again. And so last night I was sitting at home on my back porch and I was thinking, you know, I got all these blink cameras all over my property everywhere. I got six of them. And I was thinking, cause Christy's been, a, she's been a problem. She's been a problem here lately. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I keep thinking my wife's going to have to go to jail for whipping her ass when she comes on her property to steal something again. And I got to thinking last night, Justin, I thought, you know, I got all these blink cameras now and I got them on all the doors and all the places that crackhead christy would go and i thought i think i'm going bait her so i went out to my garage last night and i pull out my green pressure washer which by the way folks christy's already stolen and i had to go to the decatur police department and pick it up i was about to ask if this was the one that she stole before yeah yeah yeah. she's she's already stole this one i got it back from the decatur police department so last night i went back into my garage i pull out my pressure washer and I bait the trap like a damn, you know, like you would for a rat. I bring my pressure washer out into the right there in the front of my, my building, my metal Butler building. And I have it right now systematically placed where Christy can see it so that the next time one of us are out, of, you know, not at home, she'll come over there and steal it. And then I've got her on camera and I can get her put back in jail. Folks, that's what I deal with every day. Crackheads, crystal meth addicts, heroin addicts. Next time you're going to have back surgery, do not let yourself get addicted to Oxycontins or painkillers because that is a road that will lead you down to a place that you do not want to be. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ballad of crackhead Christie. They need to listen to it. Learn from it. I'm telling you. 
folks, the next thing I want to say to everybody today is I'm in the process of trying to get my friend and great American, Mr. Scott Kirksey on this podcast. Bradley cannot stop me. He is unable to stop me because he is with child. Now he got pregnant and he can't stop me anymore. Now, let me say this. <laughs> if I get Scott Kirksey on this podcast, there will be your life will be defined by two, two moments in time. There'll be your life before Scott Kirksey was on this podcast. And then there'll be your life after Scott Kirksey was on this podcast. Scott Kirksey is a safety manager, operations manager for Pilgrim's Pride Chicken. And so he deals with poultry farmers all over North Alabama, and he deals with their hired hands that usually live on their property. A lot of them do. They'll live in a trailer or a small house, and they work the poultry farms. And Scott Kirksey's arsenal of stories that he has is so deep and so unbelievable that you will sit there during the podcast and you'll say, well, there's no possible way that this happened, but it did happen. It did happen. He's got story after story after story that you, I just sit down. It's you ever seen a great storyteller that just makes you want to just sit down and listen to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So I'll give y'all a little flavor of some Scott Kirksey stories he's got. So one time he pulled up in July to a uh, poultry house and this old hired hand this guy had pulls up or he's in there working excuse me and he comes out to Kirksey he said I can't take it anymore you got to cut this beard off of me well hell Scott didn't have anything to cut his beard with so they get some uh, pruning shears and they start cutting this guy's beard well they cut it down it was one of those big ZZ top beards yeah well Kirksey cuts it with some pruning shears and about a month or two later, he comes back over on the property and notices over in a bush over by the poultry house that a hummingbird has made a nest out of this guy's beard. <laughs> that is a Scott Kirksey story, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> and they get they only get better from there. You know, when the guy that's baiting his crackhead neighbor with a pressure washer that she's already stolen once right, so that right, he can right. get her on camera to get her arrested again. Right. When that guy says you won't believe the stories you, Scott you Kirksey can tell. You can't believe Then it. I'm getting my popcorn and getting a front row seat for whatever Scott Kirksey's going to say. Let me tell you something, folks. The internet will shut down. Our site, the, the Insurance Guys podcast site, will shut completely down. <laughs> they will have to make a better, bigger engine for the internet if I get Scott Kirksey on this podcast. He tells a story about James. You know, James went to the doctor. And the doctor said, James, you got to quit drinking Cokes. So James goes home and he starts thinking about it. And he gets him a, one of those uh, fire extinguishers. And he, he, cuts it, he cuts it off in half, right? I'm not telling the whole story. I'm going to let Scott Kirksey tell the whole story. James takes his cut-in-half fire extinguisher and turns it into a huggy that he attaches to his belt. This is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. And Scott pulls up to the poultry house one day, and he said, James, what you got in your belt there? And James said, I got a two-meter Dr. Pepper. Two-meter? Two-meter Dr. Pepper. He said, what you got a two-meter Dr. Pepper for? He said, well, I went to the doctor last week. He said I needed to cut back on Cokes. <laughs> now, James... 
did not understand <laughs> that the word was leader, right? L-I-T-E-R. But he thought it was meter, so he called them two-meter Dr. Peppers. <laughs> and he had a two-meter hot Dr. Pepper in his holster yeah. that he had made out of a fire extinguisher. And he was walking around with a two-meter Dr. Pepper in his fire extinguisher holster. Folks, I can't make these stories up. I just can't do it. There's no And it's because he doesn't need to have coke. That he doctor said he needed to cut back on coke. So he thought his doctor was making a brand recommendation. That's, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Got to cut back on them cokes. So we went to two meter Dr. Peppers. Yeah, Ladies I, and gentlemen, I, I'd say that that Kirksey has a lot in common with Jerry Clower. That's who <laughs> them kind of stories remind me of. Well, it's life experiences. You know, that's where comedians draw off of every all of their materials. Usually, life experiences. Ron White says it takes him about two to three years to make a a special that goes on Netflix, HBO, whatever he gets paid 20, $30 million for because mm -hmm. it takes that long for things to happen in his life that are worth talking about on stage. And that's just part of it. But if I get Scott Kirksey on here, folks, they'll not ever be another podcast you listen to. You'll just rewind this one over and over and over and over and over and over and over mm -hmm. again and listen to it because it is literally like listening to a Jerry Clower comedy hour special is what it'll be like i'm glad you got me on here before him because it sounds like talking to me wouldn't be no use after he's already <laughs> set the bar that high justin we got a lot to talk about today you are a fantastic agency manager you do a great job for us i'm humbled and honored to have you as part of our team here i wanted to have this podcast today because bradley's not on here to tell me all the things i can't say about all the vendors we use now folks Justin and I today are going to do something that we haven't done in a while on this podcast. And I think now is the time to do it. And that is to let all of you guys know what we're doing in terms of technology and our agency. Let me say this, just because we're using it and it's, maybe it's right for our agency doesn't mean it's right for your agency. But I think it's imperative, and we, you and I both, Justin, get a lot of positive comments from people when we talk about what we're doing. People it's probably the most common question that I get. Yeah. When I go places as a representative of this agency, I'll attend these brain share mastermind events or some sort of vendor show. It's the most common thing that I'm asked about by other agents. They want to know about the, the tech stack that we use. That's exactly right. So doesn't mean we're going to be using it all a year from now. There may be some things that we're not using anymore. I don't get paid. The only vendor that we're going to talk about today is the really the only, in my opinion, independent mobile app that's out there that's, that's worthy of the title is Glovebox. And that is the only vendor. Now, the rest of these vendors that we discussed today when you guys sell out for $300, $400 million, all that I ask you to do is send me a T-shirt that says, I sold our company for $300 million and all Scott got was this shitty T-shirt. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking Send two of them, please. I, yeah, I wear a uh, large. I, yeah, Justin's a large. I'm a double XL. So just send us our, we sold out for $300 million and all Scott got was a shitty t-shirt. Just go ahead and send that to Justin and I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a double XL. He's a large. So and put in parentheses at the bottom and Bradley didn't get anything. Bradley got nothing because he was pregnant. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Put that in parentheses and all Bradley got was pregnant. All Bradley yeah. got was pregnant. Let's put that on the back. That'll be good. To put on the back. 
Yeah, that's that's good. So where do we start, Justin? Let's start with a starting and end with the ending. So okay. So I'll echo what you said first of all, and and just really drive home that guys, when we name things that we're using, it doesn't mean that they're the best. Uh, some of them we may have frustrations with, and we may move away from them. Some of them might be great and the best tool for us, but you know some of these tools are so dependent on where you're at geographically because that determines which carriers you have, and the carriers determine what tech works the best. So some of this, just try to zoom out to thirty thousand feet and think about what the technology provides, and more so than the specific provider that we're using. And let me say this, I am a threat to say something that is not glowingly positive about one of your carrier companies out there that we're using. And if I do that, I just want each and every one of the vendors that I mentioned today and that Justin mentions to know that I really don't give a shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We're their customer. Customer's always right. Yeah. Each and every one of you, I don't care. So if you want to call me and have a discussion about that, that's going to be the first thing out of my mouth is I don't give a shit. Bradley's not on here to stop me. I don't care. So take what I say, be big boys and girls, pull your dress up or down, whichever way you want to go with that and take what we're saying and try to be better. Okay. Don't get your little feelings hurt. Like we're little 14 year old kids. Okay. Bradley's not here to stop me. I'll say whatever the hell I want. It probably will not get edited because Bradley's probably not going to have time to even look at this because he's pregnant right now. So let's start with a start. Hawksoft is our agency management system where we put in all of our policy holder data. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, so... Hawksoft, we've kind of gotten to the point where, you know, an an AMS, an agency management system is necessary. In the independent world, you need a hub that all your policies from all carriers are going to so you can manage all kinds of policy activity and then your commissions and all that stuff too. But we have gotten to the point now where that's all we use Hawksoft for. There are other agencies that use Hawksoft as CRM and uh, automated email tool There are some that use it for management of all kinds of client data that doesn't relate to the policy. We don't do that. We use it as a landing spot for our automated downloads. Other than that, we don't really use it. Among agency management systems, though, I would say that Hawksoft does as good a job as we would find anywhere. In a previous life, I've used other management systems for several years. I used Uh, I'll go ahead and throw the name out there. I used Easy Links and I would stack Hawksoft up against them uh, any day of the week. Hawksoft is maybe a bit antiquated, but they make up for that in just consistent performance for us. They they do it right. Yes. Folks, let me tell you what Hawksoft is. It's your grandmother's Buick. It doesn't do anything fancy. It's not going to be something that's going to make you go, oh my God, this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. It works. It does a good job with policy downloads. It's your grandmother's Buick. It's a great tool. I think that it is probably hard for Hawksoft because they're a family-owned business and they do a fantastic job for what they do. I've talked to many podcasters out there. You know, there's this, this arms race right now 
for somebody to come up with a jam up AGM system that has a jam up CRM system as well. And nobody has really cracked that code yet, although there are some companies and technology vendors that are racing to become the first one that can do both of those. But right now, for us and our agency, Hawksoft is a great tool. And really, Justin, going back to when you and I first started with Hawksoft, I mean, how many hours did you and I and everybody else put into just the whole, you know, getting it set up and learning it and all the other things. Was it like 60, 80, a hundred hours or more that we had to, had to spend? I mean, it's not, I, like I would you- guess that it was North of a hundred, you know, and, and we had a little bit of a unique situation. You know, if we were an independent agency and we were shopping for a new AMS, we wouldn't have the benefit that we had when we did it. And you know, we were still right. captive nationwide and we had a few months. It was like T minus 90 days when we brought in Hawksoft. So we, and, and I was in a role where all I was doing was, you know, sitting in a back room, drinking Red Bull and researching software. And so I had the time to put the hours in and tinker with it. So we put a lot of time. We, I would, I'd be shocked if it was less than a hundred hours that we put into just learning the software. Most of these softwares, by the way, that we're going to talk about during this podcast, most of them, I could tell you, the name of the rep that I dealt with when I got it, that right. goes a long way. You and I could sit here and talk about Tiffany and Chris. Wow. That we got Hawks off from. Wow. And then we can talk about Peggy Corbett that we've dealt with a lot, helping us with Hawks off. So to me, the more important part than what's the software look and feel like is a lot of times who am I dealing with? Or are who, they available who are you when not I dealing with? <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. That's almost more to the point. Because we need people we can reach out to. You know, you mentioned Glovebox already, and we'll get there. But Ryan and Andy, the, the minute you need something, a text message, an email, a phone call, whatever, and they're there, that's how Hawksoft is for me. Yeah, right. I, I have problems with it, but they work with me on them. Right. So let's talk about Peggy Corbett for a second. Guys, we're not getting paid a dime for any of this, by the way. Nothing. Not yet. Zero. I'm going to twist her arm till it breaks off if I Nothing. have to. So... Let's go back to the starting line. As we're implementing Hawksoft, we have a conference call with Chris Paradiso, who at the time, I don't know if he still is. I think, is he still using Hawksoft when you he were was, He was. When I was at his office in yeah. May, he was, and I'm not aware of a change since then. So as we're implementing Hawksoft or about to implement Hawksoft, we get on a call with Chris Paradiso, and he says, guys, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't ever listen to what I'm about to tell you, you better listen to what I'm about to tell you. He said, there, there's a lady, her name is Peggy Corbett. Peggy is a expert consultant on Hawksoft. And the best money that you will ever spend is to get her involved while you're doing your transition and you're getting the Hawksoft system set up. So we, called Peggy Corbett and I believe what, what's the name of, of their company that Peggy agency transformation agency transformation. If you are considering moving to Hawksoft guys, you cannot listen to me if you want to and screw it up and then spend six months fixing it. Or you can hire Peggy Corbett to help you start that, that process and make sure it's done the right way to start with. And thank you to Chris Paradiso for, 
for leading us in the right direction there. But do you want to add to what she's been able to do to help us? I will add that just last week I was on a hour and a half call with Peggy. First time that I've talked to her in a little while, a few months, and we had her do kind of a, a audit of our Hawksoft usage. What, what are we doing right? What can we improve on? And she found, I won't say what the issue oh, you, was, but no, you're aware you, of it. No, you can say it because it's unbelievable, and I think people need to know it. Okay, we, so in we Hawksoft. Found, we, we found $546,000 of premium that we did not know we had. Yeah. Yeah, it was showing in Hawksoft as expired premium, and in reality, it's not. And that was due to something that we weren't, unbeknownst to us, we weren't doing correctly in Hawksoft. And Peggy was able to show that to us. And now we know it. We have, for the most part, fixed it. Yeah. I don't have Peggy's 20 plus years of experience using Hawksoft, but I can buy it from her and man, it's worth every penny. Absolutely. Next up to bat, I think we moved from Hawksoft to our CRM system, which is, in my opinion, I would say Glovebox and the system that I'm about to mention as our CRM are the most, they get the, they get the most improved award among technologies for how fast they're going from good to great. They're like, you know, the kid that was an okay baseball player his junior year and then his senior year, he comes back and he's worked all summer and it's like, damn, that kid is a great baseball player now. Same thing with this bunch. Guys, I'm talking, again, not paying me a dime, not paying me a dime, but they are going to send me a T-shirt that says we sold out for $800 million and all Scott got was a shitty T-shirt. The company that I mentioned that I'm, we're about to talk about, guys, is Agency Zoom, and they are quickly becoming the 800-pound gorilla in the CRM space. Justin, please add to that. Yep. So the first thing I'll add to that is, again, one of the things I focus on most is when I enter into business with a company, who's going to be there to help me? The person we deal with the most with that we deal with the most at Agency Zoom is Kat Turnus. And I don't think that I've dealt with anybody who is more competent at what they do than Kat is. So any shortcomings of the software are far made up for by the uh the performance of the people like Kat there. I had a representative yesterday I was chatting with. His name was Luke. Uh, don't know him, never met him, but I had to chat in to Agency Zoom for help. And one of their representatives named Luke, named Luke helped me quickly and easily to the point that I did something I almost never do. I left him a five-star rating and added comments about how easy it was to get the help I needed. I never do that. But and I don't know why, because I sure do want my clients to do it. But anyway, that's a different subject. Tell um, tell these people, let's, let's get them hot and bothered about Agency Zoom for just a second, because I've been so impressed with how fast they are becoming the, the name, the game in the CRM world. I Go used ahead. Agency Zoom at a previous agency that I was at. I was there for um, almost four years, and we used Agency Zoom. What it did then, several years ago, what it was able to do then compared to what it does now, it's almost unrecognizable. They've grown so much just the last four to five years and probably even the last one to two years. But if you're an agency owner or principal agent and you don't have a tool that you can quickly and easily access to tell you what your sales staff are doing, 
how much they're producing, how much they're quoting, how many leads they have in the system, how they're contacting them. You need agency Zoom. It'll tell you all of that. It'll tell you what you've done year to date in terms of quotes. It, it'll help you project revenue. It will help you identify producers that are not producing. It can help you identify why. More importantly, the ones that are producing, it can help you identify why. And I tell you, the person in our agency that probably uses agency Zoom to the highest percentage of its capacity is Jess. You already mentioned her. Uh, you had her on the podcast talking about how she engages with people and gets them to buy. But a whole part of that conversation she didn't talk about is how she manages those tasks and doesn't forget them by using agency Zoom as her task reminder. I mean, this, this is a, it's a full toolbox for a sales organization. So guys, let me tell you a couple of things that I really like about agency Zoom. At five o'clock every day, Justin and I get a report. Uh, actually, all of our salespeople get a report via email at 5.00 p.m. Central Standard Time that tells everything that each agent sold for the day. And I love that because it's kind of a competition thing a little bit where, you know, I'm sure if you're an agent and you, you've got a goose egg for the day and the guy or girl right below or above you sold seven, eight, ten thousand $10,000 worth of insurance, you know that that email's coming. You know it's coming mm -hmm. out at 5 o'clock. The other thing I love about it is uh, the automations that we're about to cut loose on Agency Zoom. And I think it's important now. One of the people I wanted to talk about uh, it was the Bailey family that has helped you with your Agency Zoom automations that we are just about probably less than a month away from cutting loose. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, so Mark and Christine Bailey, they are Bailey Family Insurance in Springfield, Illinois. Kat that I mentioned at Agency Zoom, who I think her job title is maybe Vice President of Revenue. She's a pretty big deal at Agency Zoom, but at the same time, she's so accessible to little peons like me and you when we need help with it. Right. Um, she connected me with Mark and Christine. The first thing that happened with Mark and Christine is just became fast friends with them. They're very similar to me and you, they're, they're just good people. I guess I just gave us a compliment. Yeah, there, but it's what it is. I mean, we're yeah. good people. But Bailey Family Insurance is not only a, a jam up insurance agency and they're, they're great folks. They also have entered into a relationship with Agency Zoom to not only be a user of Agency Zoom, but they are now a consultant, third party. They don't work for Agency Zoom, but they are an approved um, vendor, I guess you could call them. They created their um, service called AZ Done Easy. And it's just AZ Done Easy. The letters EZ.com, I think, is the website they created. So we partnered with them. And what AZ Done Easy will do for you is hand you a playbook. You can, you can sign up for Agency Zoom and you can sit down and you can say, okay, on day one, I want to send out an automated email. What do I want it to say? And you can script that out. And you can spend way more hours than we spent on Hawksoft just writing copy. You can pay somebody on a freelance service to write copy for you, but it'll cost you more. For a, a very reasonable price, you can get all of Mark and Christine's know-how with Agency Zoom. It's, it's all put together in an online course, video course with PDFs and with automation, you download and import into Agency Zoom so that you can then customize it the way you want it for your agency and just flip it all on. And all of a sudden your leads are receiving automated emails from you. 
Right. And text messages. So tell our audience of 250,000 what some of our automations are that we're about to unleash the fury on. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you use agency Zoom, you'll be familiar with some of this terminology. If you don't, then um, you it'll still be fairly self-explanatory. There's a lead pipeline built into agency Zoom and those leads are categorized in uh, in categories of new, contacted and quoted. And then from quoted, you hopefully move them to sold. But so the, the automation that they receive is dependent. It's contingent upon which those categories are in. If you've got leads that are in the new category, they will receive automated emails and text messages. We here at the agency will receive automated reminders to pick up the phone and call them. Agency Zoom connects to other third parties, either through direct integrations or using Zapier. And you can use that to send them postcards or Facebook messages or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they receive those types of automations to help us make contact. When we make contact, we simply click and drag them to the contacted category. And then the messaging that they receive changes because you don't want somebody in that you've actually spoken with to receive automation, asking them for the opportunity to speak with them. Right. Uh, they then feel like, you know, either you don't know what you're doing or your conversation wasn't meaningful. So then they receive tailored communication for someone you've contacted. When quotes are done, same thing happens. You drag them to quoted. They receive the appropriate communications. Then you drag them to sold, hopefully. And then there's a separate pipeline for what's called onboarding. There's onboarding for personal lines, onboarding for commercial lines. Um, Then beyond onboarding, once they have a renewal date that is passed, they go into the retain or the retention pipeline to help nurture clients. I mean, it's anything from welcome packets to cross-sell material to requests for Google reviews. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. I knew when that was coming out of my mouth, I was going to wish I hadn't said it. Well, we have, you know, we are seriously considering one of the technologies that we've been using for the last couple, I guess the last year has been rocket referrals and rocket referrals has done a great job of doing what we needed them to do. Unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, we are strongly considering canceling our contract with rocket referrals because agency zoom has pushed forward so far that they now can do most, if not everything that rocket referrals can do. Yep. So a couple of things that rocket referrals does directly can be done in agency zoom by using integrations or connecting to Zapier, the things like the, the handwritten cards that Rocket Referrals does, they're fantastic. I don't dislike them at all, Right. but there's a lot of redundancy now. And right. you know, we, we are a successful agency, but that don't mean we can afford to just throw money away on redundant systems. It's just a business decision. Plus, plus we can have all five of our agency locations through Google set up and get an hour after somebody buys a policy send them out either a text message or an email through agency zoom that requests that they give us a, a four or five star review, hopefully. And if they do, then it will take them straight to our Google business page for each location without paying to have each location. Yeah. Get, get those reviews and testimonials. Well, that was just like a, it was like the skies opened up and, yeah. and a big light shone down on us when we realized, okay, one membership to agency Zoom can integrate with every Google My Business location, which right. we have five. 
versus paying for five separate rocket referrals memberships correct to be able to harvest reviews for all of them and also there's a more direct connection between agency zoom and google yeah. than there is with rocket referrals and google with agency zoom the customer can easily leave a review directly on google and you can from your um Google reviews portal inside agency zoom, you can see those reviews and you can reply to them right there without having to go and log into your Google, my business page and do it. So So the next technology I want to talk about, and this is something that guys, you better write this shit down because I'm not going to say it again. Ringless birthday voice calls. That seems to be a hot button. When we talk to people about it, they're like, I didn't even know you could do that. Talk to now this guys took us how long did it take us to figure that take you to figure this out justin was it almost a year wasn't it it was it was several months at least and it's because we were trying to figure out a completely 100 percent automated way to do it and we just kept you know it was just an epic fail all the way around and i would talk to agents that were doing this and I would be under the impression that they were automating it only to find out that they weren't. So finally gave up on completely automating it. And the part that's not automated is just handed off to one of our VAs. Right. That does the manual part, uh, which is there. Those, those covered SVAs are more dependable than automation most of right. the time. So, so tell everybody the process and the technology that we're using. And, and by the way, if you can pull it up, can you play for the 250,000 agents, the Scott Howell ringless birthday voicemail? Is that available for you to play right now on, yeah. on your computer? Yeah, I'll talk about it while I'm, while I'm retrieving that. So it's very simple theory. It just took a little while to actually make it happen. But basically, we maintain. Basically, we're letting you son of a bitches learn how to do this in <laughs> Five minutes that took us almost a year to do. So thank you, and you're welcome very much. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off on my soapbox. It's all right. I, um, substitute teachers getting a little angry, it sounds like. So we maintain a client birthday list. Uh, we've got one of our VAs that helps us maintain that list. That list is just, it just lives in a simple spreadsheet. Um, we use all things Google. That's another thing that's here on this list of tech that we could talk about, but we use all things Google. Google Workplace provides a lot of the services our agency uses. So we maintain a Google sheet that our VAs have access to. When we write a new client, one of our VAs adds their birthdays to that sheet. And then that same VA uh, has a calendar that she goes by that uh, she uses to schedule ringless voicemails to be dropped to every client on their birthday. And uh, the ringless voicemail, I've got it here. Let me try playing it. Hopefully you'll be able to cut this out if it doesn't work. Hey, this is Scott Howell with iProtect Insurance. I just wanted to call you today and say happy birthday. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, I want to tell you how much we appreciate y'all's business. Uh, We really do. And if you need anything from me, please don't hesitate to give me a call. But happy birthday. Take care. That you able to hear that okay? Oh, yeah. That ringless voicemail goes out, I believe, at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as I, you're, some of you are probably like, what the hell is a ringless voicemail? Their phone doesn't ring. It's just sitting in their voicemail. So whenever they get around to it, and usually on most smartphones, it will tell you automatically that you've got a voicemail. So they're thinking to themselves, well, hell, I just must have missed that call. 
and then they play it, and there's Scott Howell wishing them a happy birthday. Yep. And there's also there's all kinds of reasons that someone will call you these days and the call won't go through. Maybe you're in a bad spot. Maybe for whatever reason, the call, the service was interrupted, a tower was down. Who knows? But you look down and you see that you've got a voicemail. The assumption is, okay, well, I missed a call or they tried to reach me and couldn't. Then they listen to it and it's a nice happy birthday from the agency owner. So that's uh, that's done through Sly Broadcast. It's very, very inexpensive. I mean, I I don't even – I don't remember. Do we, just the tell exact- them what we pay. I don't give a shit if they know what we pay. Guys – so, so let me tell you what we pay for everything because I write all the checks or all the bills every month or we have it set up on automatic draft. So with uh, Hawksoft, we've got 10 or 11 seats at on Hawksoft. You have to pay for each seat that you have. I think our Hawksoft bill each month is somewhere around $800 a month, something like that. I mean, it may be eight thirty nine nine, whatever, but it's around $800 a month. That's what we pay for Hawksoft. The more people we hire as we continue to grow, that bill will get larger and larger because I think each seat is how much, Justin, like $50 or $100, something like that? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Somewhere in the $30 to $50 range, I yeah. think, because there's also a base level charge just for system access, and then the users add up after that. That's it's right. been a year and a half since we had that conversation, though, so I'm not positive. A- agency Zoom, we're paying, give or take, $200 a month for that, I believe. Might be a little less than that, actually. But I think Right now, it's actually 99 bucks a month. They, they're rolling out other packages, that are, which is probably what's popping into your mind, because they're rolling out packages that will include more features, and they'll be in the $200 range, which, right. honestly, we will probably bump up and go with. Sure. Sure. Because there's stuff there that's well worth the money. But right and, now it's 99 and, bucks. And, and Bradley and I are allergic to affiliate marketing deals. So there's no chance we'll get a break on anything with that. But I digress. As long as Agency Zoom sends me my, we sold out for $800 million and you got a shitty t shirt, Scott, we'll be, we'll be in good shape. Uh, next one, Sly Broadcast monthly cost is like nothing. I mean, nothing. It's like, $30 or $60 or something? Yeah, I think it, it varies slightly because what we do in there is we go in and we buy batches of credits. A credit yeah. equals a message that you can drop. And so we'll buy a batch of, and, and we use it for more than just the birthday thing, right? You talked about some of this, maybe when Jess was on the podcast, we use it also to drop sales voicemails right. to people. Um, oh, that's right. We need to tell, traffic. hell, that's, that's shit. We got to tell them about that. Talk a little bit about what we do as far as ringless voicemails to prospects through Colex dates. And then. So, well, we'll buy a batch of like a thousand credits for 60 bucks, which I think if I'm not mistaken, comes out to about six cents maybe per message that we drop. And that'll last a long time. But we, we pull lists of leads generally using Colex dates. There's a couple other systems that we'll use. And then also we have our own lists, whether it's, you know, people that have canceled or, previous clients that are no longer under, under a non-compete, whatever we've, you know, we've been doing this a long time. We've got our lead list right. and we'll take those lists. And again, a VA will help us with this. We drop ringless voicemails to those lists of people. This came from a conversation I had with Jess a couple of months ago. And I asked her cause she's just bent on making her 35 phone calls a day. Right. And you and I see the report at the end of the day from, uh, from our phone service provider that shows how many outbound calls, and she's 
occasionally it dips below that, but I know one day earlier this week, it was 56 outbound calls that she had made. Right. And then yesterday it was about 28. So she probably went home disappointed in herself yesterday, but I asked her what percentage of the time are you leaving a voicemail? And I think her answer was somewhere around 60% of the time. And so then I asked, well, what percentage of those people are calling you back from the voicemail that you leave? And again, it was more than half, maybe 60, 70%. So again, I'm a cut to the chase kind of guy. I said, okay, well, why don't we experiment here? Why don't we try just cutting directly to the voicemail instead of you dialing 35 times? And from what you're telling me, 20 or more of those, you just go to voicemail and then you get a call back from 15. Why don't we just go straight to that step? Let's use ringless voicemail. So we started trying that and it was a huge success for her. Um, There was a day last week when we did it for her, we did a batch of ringless voicemails dropped them at, I think it was either 10 or 11 a.m. And somewhere between one and two o'clock that afternoon, she texted me that so far she'd had seven calls back and was doing quotes for five of them. Right. Yeah, I remember. And that was just from dropping her voicemail, same voicemail she would leave if she dialed their number and went to their voicemail box, just dropping it in their voicemail, and then they get it and they call back in. So what we've done now, guys, is we've recorded each agent's voicemail. And again, tonality confidence you want to sound like that nurse that's calling you back with or doctor that's calling you back with those test results and it's not it's it's more like hey this is jess miller i protect insurance i'm calling you about your insurance please give me a call back it's very simple it's very unspecific and all we're looking for is that call back so that then she can start the sales process correct correct yeah. And she's she's exceptionally good at that part. Uh, so another thing that we're doing is taking call recordings of her and passing those along to our other agents, including me, right. and trying to mimic what she's doing because I'll drop ringless voicemails for myself and get the calls back mm-hmm. and I get good response, but not as much as she does. Yeah. So we're all trying to copy. It's it's funny. We could read, we could read sales books, we could go to seminars and take courses. And what we're really trying to do is copy what comes naturally to somebody like Jessica Miller. So we're listening to her call recordings, trying to get better at it, but it generates a good amount of incoming call traffic. Next technology we're utilizing in the iProtect Insurance Agency, guys, phone system. We utilize a phone system here. We kept our Polycom phones on our desk. At least I did. Although you don't have to have those anymore. Talk a little bit about our phone system and why we like it so much. So our our phone system is now Lightspeed Voice. We changed to Lightspeed Voice approximately two months ago, roughly. Might be a little three, bit more than three that. Three at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About three. So it's a, it's a fairly new relationship, but so far it has been without problems. We had two previous phone systems that we're not going to mention. Yeah. But we had two previous phone systems before that with uh, not great results. Yep. Yep. And so Lightspeed has made it easy. That I think the most important thing that they did for us, though, was initially they made the transition easy. The first time that we changed, the transition was rough. Going from provider A that we were with a year and a half ago to provider B, Right. That was not only a bad experience once we got there, but it was a bad experience getting there. The transition right. was clumsy. But Lightspeed 
handled almost every bit of the transition for us and we experienced no downtime. Uh, I think that we're probably still getting used to the, the look and feel of it because we had used others so much, but that's going to happen with any new service. And anytime we need help, we call them, we click the chat button and they are immediately available and they are super helpful people. It integrates with agency zoom that we already talked about. So somebody calls from, uh, I mean, hypothetically, let's say one of these ringless voicemails is dropped by Sly broadcast. That person, we put them in agency zoom and tag them as the recipient of a ringless voicemail. And then we also have screen pops turned on uh, with the integration between Lightspeed Voice and Agency Zoom. So somebody receives a ringless voicemail, calls us back, we answer the phone, it immediately pops up on our screen and we can say, yes, sir, Mr. Howell, we did leave you that voicemail yesterday. We were calling you about such and such. So those systems working together is a beautiful thing. The integration now between Lightspeed Voice and Agency Zoom has gone a step further than that too where call recordings are automatically saved in agency zoom. If the person you're on the phone with has a profile in there right. most of the time for us, they do. Mm. Uh, but Lightspeed voice has been a great experience so far, very customizable and very consistent service. By the way, while I'm thinking about it, did you have an opportunity to get them to change our after hours voicemail that was going to Harley? Yes, I did chat in about that. Um, I don't know that it's been fixed yet, uh-huh. but I, they do have a ticket on it and they don't know why it changed Yeah, um, because it was the after hours audio. Right. I think it changed when it went to the Labor Day holiday. We're closed. Today's a holiday message. Right. I think somehow something got mixed up there. Crossed up. Yeah. 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 Light speed. You need to get your shit together and get my after hours fixed and make sure <laughs> to send me my t-shirt that we sold out for a billion dollars and all Scott got was a shitty t-shirt. What is our next technology that we haven't talked about yet that we're utilizing? I know we use G suites for all of our email and guys, when you're, when you, when you're creating emails or whether you've got an email right now, I can't tell you how many times a week I get an email from somebody or they're giving me their email address. And I'm like, my God in heaven, can you please shorten that? Shorter is better. So our emails are all, all of our first names. And in fact, we even shortened Jessica's name to Jess, J E S S at iprotectinsurance.com. All of you people out there that have these dumbass email addresses that are like randy.stevens at portal university.glovebox.com email. And I'm like, what are you doing? Have you completely lost your mind? Shorter is always better. But talk a little bit about other technologies that we're utilizing that maybe I have forgotten about that I that, that I, we need to talk about. Well, one that I, I think agents need to know the experience that I went through to arrive at this one is PL rating. Yes, yeah. I forgot about PL rating. Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're personal lines agents are doing a, even a moderate amount of quotes, then obviously they're going to want a comp rater. Now, this one's very specific to where you are located and what carrier mix you have. But I went through at least four previous comp raters before landing at PL rating. Hey, um, hey, Justin. Yeah. That pregnant guy that used to co-host <laughs> the podcast. Uh-huh. 
just signed up with Bill Raider. Yeah, yeah, he was he was texting me and and uh, I offered him. I actually gave him a preview or, or I sent, I, maybe I shouldn't say this PL rating might call me and shut down my account, but I don't sent care. him my, shut it down PL. We don't give a shit. I, I sent Bradley my login credentials so that he could log in and just take a look around in PL rating, kind of a, a demo that he could just use whenever he wanted. I think he had trouble getting it to work because he's one of those super smart, skinny gene Mac users and it wouldn't right. work on, on his Mac, I think maybe, but anyway, PL rating, was the solution to what was starting to seem like an unfixable problem for me. We tried several. We tried Applied Raider. We tried Easy Links. We tried uh, Turbo Raider from ITC. I tried, um, well, Hawksoft had their white-labeled version of Turbo Raider. All of them. We tried all of them. There was a fourth one that I can't even think of right now. That's how obscure they were. That's how desperate I was getting. But anyway, ended up trying PL rating. And when we got to PL rating, when I was talking to them, they threw out that they don't do anything without a contract. And I told them, well, then we're not going to do anything because here's my experience. I have no reason to think that you're going to be any different until I have to try your system. And if by the time I try it, I'm locked in for three years, then it's not worth the risk to me. They gave us 30 days free or well, contract free. I don't think it was free, but it was contract free. And within the first week of using it, I was ready to sign whatever contract I needed to right. because it works flawlessly for us with our carriers. It works with our carriers. Now, yes. now guys, let's, let's remember something for some of you, especially people that are like on the coast or you're in some weird area or maybe not. And we're talking about personal lines insurance right now. We're not, we're not talking about commercial insurance for the common carriers that we use the admitted carriers the travelers the nationwide the all-state the safeco all that bunch pl ratings great uh justin i'm not so sure it would be the right fit for somebody that has you know a, a group of carriers that just aren't on pl rater i mean it would be ridiculous to get a rater if your carriers you use aren't on there yeah, that's the first thing that you that you check, obviously, is you go to the carrier, you talk to them, ask them what carriers, because you, you have to have enough common ground there between carriers you represent and the ones they integrate with to make it a usable system for you. But for us, PL rating works great. We do have a handful of carriers that are not included, and we can quote those as one-offs, but uh, the majority of our carriers, I think I can go in and quote home and auto for a, a typical household. Uh, most of the time between eight and 10 carriers that we have plugged into PL rating. And unless it's some odd situation, one of those carriers is where the business is going to end up. So it's great for us. So the next iteration that PL rater needs to come up with is to become like the airline industry where they give the ratings and then you've got the lowest, here's the lowest price, but here's the best policy for you as the customer your customer, your prospect, here's the, you know, here's the most valued policy. It's got the most stuff and and maybe down at the bottom, summarize why that is the case. If they could come up with something like that, that would be fantastic. Kind of like the airline industry does, you know, you, you get on Delta.com, you see lowest fare, quickest fare. But somebody in that space needs to come up with a summary of why this particular carrier while it might not be the cheapest, has the best stuff for that particular prospect. That would be fantastic. 
Yep. That can happen. Sounds to me like maybe me and you need to. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. I don't. I don't need to come up with some janky ass Raider that I know for a fact from talking to a lot of these guys takes years and years. And that that's the that's the ticket, man. You can go out there and go. We're going to make our own AMS system, or we're going to go out. We're going to make our own Raider. You forget in your mind that Paul Hawkins and his guys over at Hawksoft have been doing this for how long? Like almost 20 years, 25 yeah, generation. years. You think you're going to just come out with some unbelievable thing after you've been working on it for three months. It's like, no, dude, this takes time. You got to get all the bugs out. You got to, it's not as easy as I think some people per perceive it to be to create a great technology and do it overnight is almost impossible. You know, and, and we could we could keep talking and talking about we could get really granular about little pieces of technology that we use for different things. People ask a lot about DocuSign versus yes. PandaDoc versus yeah. Um, what, what's the one that that we used inside of Hawksoft? I don't even remember uh, exactly what it was. We use DocuSign. You know, yeah. there's just no way around them being the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to e-signature options. They're so universally accepted, universally integratable. And I hear people complaining about the price of DocuSign, but DocuSign directly advised me, you don't need more than one seat. Correct. So we pay. That's that's where everybody gets screwed on DocuSign. Yeah. It yeah. Is, is, they, is they get like every agent has a DocuSign. And it's like, why are you doing that? You're yeah, costing the yourself world. a pile of money that you don't have to. DocuSign comes to us when we're having this discussion. And they're, going, they're, going, they're like, guys, just use one DocuSign. Everybody can use it. Yep. We have a DocuSign that is listed as iProtect Insurance and Financial Services. That's the name on the account. It's not Scott Howell or Justin Miller or any of our other people that work here. And we all share one login. I mean, it's not rocket surgery to figure that out. So we use DocuSign. Formstack, that's the other one that folks were using. And people are going to Formstack because it's more cost effective, they think. But um, you know, Nationwide, when the agency was captive Nationwide, Nationwide had this built-in relationship with DocuSign and they would provide that to the agencies. So some of our staff got so used to it that even if it cost 10 times what the others did, we'd need to pay it just to right. keep the complaining and the, <laughs> the unrest to a minimum. But DocuSign is cheap and easy. We use BombBomb. I don't think there's anybody in our agency that uses BombBomb more than you do. You know, if anybody uh, listening has received an email from Scott Howell <laughs> in the last six months, I'll bet my next paycheck you received a video email. That's right. Because Scott always uses BombBomb to send emails these days. I use BombBomb. It's just a video service. I use it to record screen 20, share. $29 a month, I think, is what we pay uh, for each. So a couple things I want to say about that. Number one, I sent a video email to BombBomb's marketing department and said, let me crack the code for you on why you've been signing up so many insurance agents lately. Ding. It's because of me. And I want to talk about a sponsorship or affiliated marketing agreement. And guess what I got back from bomb bomb 0.0 crickets, nothing. They've never responded. They've never acknowledged the fact that I probably sent them a hundred customers. That's fine. Bomb bomb. 
just send me my T-shirt that says we sold for $300 million and all Scott got was a shitty T-shirt. <laughs> uh, the second thing, we looked into getting an enterprise bomb bomb account for all the agents. And I can't remember if we didn't hear back or we just didn't, we didn't hear back. Did we heard nothing? I submitted a request twice that I remember through their, their website. Thanks bomb bomb. Thanks. Appreciate that. No big deal. We're just wanting to give you more money. Yeah. Just wanting to pay you more, but don't worry about it. Y'all just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) We actually pay it's $50 per user. I think they have a 20 or $30 option. But the features we use are part of their $50 a month plan okay. per user. But it's the quickest, easiest way to send video proposals, if you ask me, if you want to send video quotes to your clients. I use it to record like tutorial type videos for our VAs because right. they're in the Philippines. I don't have the option of sitting down in a training room with them. So I record videos and send it to them. They love it. I told you yesterday, I'll get notifications. I'm sitting home on the weekend or in the evening and I get a notification that so-and-so, one of our VAs just watched this video. Yeah. that you recorded because they go back to those videos and, and watch them. Uh, so we use, we use bomb bomb a lot. We use simple things like uh Calendly. Yeah. Like, Calendly. I've had people use my Calendly link, you know, to schedule appointments. I'm sure most of you are rolling your eyes now thinking, well, yeah, no crap. We all use that. We use gravity forms on our website. We're exchanging some of those right now for a company called Xylo X I L O. You can go to Xylo.io and see who they are and what they do. If you're an agency that uses Accord Forms very much and you're tired of manually filling out Accord Forms to get quotes on brokerage business, you need to talk to Zylo. They can automate and simplify the completion of Accord Forms for you. I use a system called Splashtop because I I end up being like the the IT guy a lot of times for our offices. If they have a tech problem, I use Splashtop just to remote in to their, their systems. But one that I want to make sure that we mention, and I I saved it to the end for a reason, not because it's least important or bottom of the list, but just because it's almost like you want to save the best for last, but that's glove box. And we relationship goes a long way. Our agency has a great relationship with the glove box folks, but it's also just an outstanding product. Yeah. We can have someone in our office or on the phone issue policies for them and in 90 seconds time, walk them through downloading the app and uh, signing up and accessing their policies. Or now it's not just an app. We also have a client login button on our agency website. So people can just on their computer, forget having a downloaded app. They can go to our iProtectInsurance.com website, click client login, and via Glovebox, they can log into their policy with whatever carrier we've placed them with on our website. Right. That's right. huge. Yeah. And all they need is their phone number really to, 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 to yes. log in, you know, once they, so, so what we've done in the past month guys, is we are in the process of training our agency force when they finish the sales process. The last thing we do in the sales process is actually walk our client, new clients through to get them the glove box app downloaded onto their phone. Uh, and then all they need to do is put in their, their phone number once they download the app. And sometimes depending on the carrier, they may have to log in one time to get the policies to download the glove box. But in some cases you don't even have to do that. Uh, but that, that is, that's been huge just to, to, to have that agency app that people can just jump on our website or jump on their phone and pull up their deck pages, their ID cards, stuff like that. And that that's all about um, the key to the glove box app 
is educating your clients to get on there, to download it. And it's so much easier to do that at the end of the sales process than to wait two or three months or send out an email or a video. Why not just go ahead and do it then? Because what you're going to find is if, if you're not making that part of the end of the sales process, you're going to have a hard time getting the percentage of clients using the glove box app up to where you want it to be, which ultimately is a hundred percent really for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, and it puts us front and center too. If somebody asks one of my clients, who do you have your insurance with? I don't want them to say travelers. I don't want them to say Safeco or nationwide or any other carrier. I love those carriers, but I want them to say Justin Miller at iProtect. Right. And if you know they're going to receive invitations from their carrier to download the carrier smartphone app oh, or yeah. log into the carrier's online portal, and they can use that if they want. I want them to use ours. Right. It just it puts our brand front and center, and it puts it where it belongs, which is between that person and whatever carrier we've placed them with because they can get those carriers from other places. They can't get Justin Miller at iProtect anywhere else. That's so right. I want my app on their phone. Justin, thank you so much for being on the show today. Guys, if there is a moment in time where you eat a bad piece of pizza after you listen to this podcast and you decide that the best thing you should do is to email, call, or text Scott to tell him why he's wrong about whatever technology that iProtect is using, please don't do that because if you do, you're going to get your feelings hurt really bad. And I don't want to have to get on a plane and fly up to your office and skin off in your lobby and threaten to fight you. And I don't want to do all that. I don't want to have to send you a nasty gram because you decided to tell me why this AMS system's better than Hawksoft. Guys, there's a million technologies out there. I'm giving you, Justin's giving you what we do. Does that mean you have to do it? Absolutely not. You can go do whatever you want to do. I'm just trying to help explain to some of you guys what we're doing in hopes that, you know, maybe you can look into it. Maybe you can. uh, There's some of these that I think are just a no-brainer, like you've got to do it. But I do realize there's a lot of different AMS systems. There's a lot of different CRM systems. There's, there's a lot of different, some people use Outlook. We chose, you know, we, we, that was one of those decisions that you and I kind of went back and forth at down at the beginning of when we went independent last year was, are we going to use Outlook? Or are we going to use G suites? And ultimately after much thought and imperial decision-making, we chose to go G suites. And, uh, but I'm sure somebody out there will tell me all the reasons why we should have went Outlook. Um, and, you know, that, that's one of those things that it's Android or iPhone, Alabama or Auburn, right. Ford or Chevy, that, uh, exactly. Microsoft or Google. There, it, there, it's there, one of those. There's a reason why when you pull up in the Walmart parking lot, everybody in the parking lot has a different car, right? Yeah, different that, strokes. That, yep. Hey, last one that I think we didn't mention that we have not utilized yet as much as we should have is Donna. We did not yeah. mention Donna. And the reason I think it, it was not mentioned is, quite frankly, I don't think we've utilized it in the way it needs to be utilized yet. And some of that's on us. Some of that's kind of on Donna. Or, wait, wait let, me, let me say that again. The integration, there's some part of this that we were missing to get the full, I think it's like the Lightspeed, Hawksoft, Donna integration that we're, we're – toying with right now to 
but but explain to them what Donna can do for us. We have the, the capability of looking at Donna now, and it can give us some information, but not as much as we feel like it could if we could get everything to integrate. Yeah, so I'll really put my ignorance on display here talking about Donna because, like you said, it's something we haven't used very much. So I probably don't need to talk a lot about it because I don't know a lot. But in general theory, it's artificial intelligence that can tell you things about your book that that you might not know. One of their main metrics is their centimeter, which measures sentiment uh, of your clients toward your agency. Correct. Higher centimeter score means they like you more. Lower means that they don't. Maybe they're at risk and. Uh, it can also find what Donna calls uplift premium, uh, which is basically premium that's available there, kind of low-hanging fruit that uh, based on this these characteristics of your book, we see this much premium that may be available through cross-sales and win-backs and those kinds of things. Um, we are not pulling that lever as much as we should right now, but I think part of, the, part of that is because we don't fully understand the data that's in there yet. It's one of those things I need to learn experientially. We've sat in meetings where it's been explained to us. Right. It doesn't really work for me. Uh, I need to, I need to Hands test on. drive it. And yes, exactly. So I don't think we've done that enough to really talk intelligently about it, but it's a good theory. We just can't speak to how well it's working in our agency because we haven't been using it, but the light speed integration, they're supposed to be able to listen to the, the AI can listen quote to our phone calls and it can take the words that are used and the voice tonality and inflection, the general mood of the call, and it can measure sentiment from that. Right. Kind of spooky. Kind of spooky. But hey, the but pretty there. cool. But pretty yeah. cool. Plus, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Donna, from what I was explained, utilizes email. And at one time, we were having a hard time getting all of our I remember when we were in class learning about Donna up in Boston. I don't know if you were in this class or not. They were talking a lot about email and that's that email. They're able to just pull in lots and lots and lots of information. Yeah. The email is like the social security number to identify the person. Yeah. Yeah. And that can give you things like uh, when one of your clients, if you, of course, garbage in, garbage out, good data in, good data out. If you've got good email addresses, that can help Donna pull in life event stuff. I don't know if they're getting it from Facebook or, or where they're getting it from, but that email address that they, they use that to pull in a lot of information you can use that maybe otherwise you would not have known about your client. Uh, it can tell like uh, things like what their interests are, what they like, uh, whether that's classic cars or, Alabama football or whatever it might be to help you kind of, you know, know what that client's all about. So it seems like there was even something mentioned in Boston about, uh, and, and tell me if you think I'm remembering wrong, but something about being able to see when someone is shopping around for maybe home refinancing or financing that way you can find referrals to send to your mortgage partners. Right. I know that was mentioned. I'm thinking it was in relation to Donna. It, I might be wrong about that, but that information is out there. Donna just aggregates it for you into one spot to help you understand your book better. Justin, you are fantastic at what you do. One of the smartest, scariest, smartest guys I've ever met. I'll tell you about Justin Miller, ladies and gentlemen. He is one. He is a he is a Renaissance man. One of the best guitar players I've ever met. Has opened up for some of the biggest bands in country music. 
went to Nashville, lived the dream there for a while, playing country music, probably played a lot of bars down. Did you play a lot of bars down in, uh, uh, off of, uh, Broadway? Did you do a lot of that tootsies I, and I'm going to plead the fifth. Cause my mother may end up listening to this. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, told... I only played churches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told him the other day, I said, if they put strings on a washing machine, Justin Miller can play it. That's the damn truth. <laughs> he is great. And we, we ought to do more video in you playing and singing because, uh, God gave you a special gift there. You don't, you need to let people know about it, but he is a Renaissance man. He can do it all. I've never, I haven't met many people that are as well-rounded as you are. I have a buddy of mine. The only person I've ever met, I got a buddy of mine in Birmingham. He's a lawyer. And when he was in college in undergraduate school, he finished undergraduate school and he was playing keyboard for a band and, and they were starting to kind of get big. They were playing the college circuit. And one day he went over to his granddaddy's house. His granddaddy was an attorney and he said, son, you need to, you need to get out of this band and go back to law school and become a lawyer. And he took his dad, his granddaddy's advice. He went in, he told his bandmates, Hey, look, been a good ride, but I got to go back to Alabama, the university of Alabama law school. And he quit. Mm -hmm. And the name of that band, that was a little known band at the time called Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh. He speaks four languages. He is, uh, probably the only person I've ever met that's as well-rounded as you are in terms of just being able to do so many things well, you know, he's one of those guys. This, this tells me that I need to never touch a guitar in front of you again, because there's no way for me to, to better your opinion of me. Well, it, it's already at an all time high. I you're, hey, alone. you're one of the only guys I could walk into Tootsie's with up on Broadway on a Friday night and walk in, part the crowd and go, this son bitch is getting on stage and playing the guitar <laughs> and singing. And everybody there would stay there and listen. That's the truth. Well, Whether you you know, wanna... Music was fun back when I did that. It's now become my, my dream though, to steal Bradley flowers identity and take over all good things in his life. Right. So I'm glad you and I have finally gotten here to do this podcast because oh. uh, it's the first step in my master plan. Well, Bradley's pregnant. There ain't much you can do about that. So, you know, we, he, he left the kids to drive the school bus home. That was not the smartest idea he's ever had, but Hey, you know, whatever, whatever he wants to do. Hey guys, listen to me. I'm going to make a promise to each and every one of the 250,000 insurance agents out there listening to this right now. If you'll keep listening to the podcast, I won't burn Crackhead Christie's trailer down and have to go to jail for arson for four years. And we'll keep doing this show and we will keep hopefully providing content to you guys that helps you every day in your business. And uh, we love each and every one of you. As I close the podcast out every day, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. Keep it in fifth gear during the week. Work as hard as you can. Make money for your family, for your wife, for your husband, for your kids' college fund, for your parents that are struggling out there. Write good business for the companies that you represent and write good business for the agencies that you represent. Justin Miller, I love you, buddy. Hit brother. 
Y'all be good. We've known each other a long time, man. This podcast's been a long time coming. That's it. 12 Like 12 11 years. years now? 11. 11. That's yeah. right. 11 years. Guys, you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. We love each and every one of you and appreciate you so much being a part of our family. And we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. We thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.